Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> I was like, well, what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, awesome music. I'm like, I know what we're going to talk about today. Very, very short podcast. Um, once again. Stefan Diggs got signed to a big multi-million dollar contract. We'll talk about it. As well as kind of the implications of what that has and what that means with the NFL. Also, I predicted it. I predicted it, excuse me. Derek Stingley ran a 4-3-7. Let me pause the music. We'll talk about it. As well as. Oh yeah, the implications of like a wide receiver being more important than an offensive lineman, as well as everybody freaking out about the Lakers. Great podcast, ladies and gentlemen, coming up right here. 24's Podcast. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song by Nirvana. That was Tourette's. Um, listen to the reading festival version of Tourette's because yikes is the uh, <clears throat> is the um, I just listened to the in utero version and I was like, I do not like this as much as I like the other version of it, the reading version of it. Um. <clears throat> Anyways, where should I begin? Oh, yeah. I had this thought during the intro. I was like, you know what? I talk about music all the time. I never stop talking about it. It's a passion of mine. I was like, why don't I talk about it on the podcast? But, like, let's, you know, let's be intelligent about it. Let's separate it, you know. Let's talk about it on the weekend. Let's have a weekend episode where I'd like talk about music. And I was like, let's have it on Saturday. You know, let's talk about some music that I really, really like and all that other good stuff. I don't know. I'm really, really excited for it. We'll like play some music or whatever, or I'll play some music. I'll listen to it. I'll like discuss it. And then we will like peace out. Probably it depends. It really does depend because I also like am annoyed by some aspects of the music industry as well. Like, um, for example, like, um, like how often people will like gatekeep certain genres. And I'm like, okay, this is people are ridiculous. And how like, what is it? Doom and gloom. People are like, everybody's like, oh my God, rap is dead. I'm like, I have opinions about it. I want to share them and I want to talk about music and I always somehow incorporate that in my podcast at the beginning. And I was just like, let's just talk about it. I don't know why it took me this long to do it. I always say that this is a video gaming and sports podcast. Now it's probably just going to be like a sports and music podcast where it's just like, I'll have, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> it's only going to be on the weekends now and uh, it'll probably like, I love how I'm like, you know what? Let's just, let's just have a music aspect of the podcast every single weekend or whatever. 
or every single um Saturday or whatever. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm interested in it. Anyways, um, let's just get into the sports aspect of it. So yeah, look for another episode of the podcast literally on Sunday. But first, like, let's just, I mean, like, like we're, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about what happened today, specifically with Stefan Diggs getting over a hundred million dollar contract once again uh, with the Chicago, not the Chicago Bears. Oh my God, the Buffalo Bills, two teams with the letter B in them apparently confuse the living daylights out of me. I think he is now extended until he's in his mid thirties, which probably means like it's it's essentially a retirement. It's like he's done. Like he's like he's a bill forever. Let me kind of just uh take a nice little peek at his contract extension. Let me Take a little peek at the, they didn't add it in. Over the cap didn't add it in because they don't have the exact figurements. Or not figurements, excuse me, but figures. Because it was like it was like, what is it? Like, um like I remember people were reporting that it was a ninety million dollar contract. People were reporting that it was a one hundred million dollar contract. It's an additional four years, so he signed through Yeah, I was right, until he's like thirty four years old. And at that point in time he may consider retiring retiring he could continue to play mm, I don't know Josh Allen is still going to be around so we'll kind of see what happens there but yeah like he's 27 not 27 he's 29 if you can believe it right now he's going to be signed throughout maybe 2027 2028 somewhere around there again I still don't have the actual contact contract excuse me details and the interesting aspect, the interesting dichotomy of it was I, like, at the time, I was like, bad trade. I was like, Minnesota, bad trade. And it was the principle of Minnesota was getting rid of Stephon Diggs because Stephon Diggs was like, hey, guys, I'm your best freaking football player. Give me the football, please. And um, also, we should probably be a passing offense and not a running offense because it's the 21st century in a passing league. Why are we not throwing the football a crap ton of times? And Mike Zimmer and other people were like, you're a player. Shut up. So he's like, trade me. They're like, sure, we'll trade him. And he's had way more success. He's had way more wins. Uh, if I were to look at his statistics, he probably has significantly better. Maybe not significantly better. No, no, no. <laughs> Not like he does. He went from catching like 60% of his passes, like 64, 65, 69% in 2015, 16, and 17, respectively, to now catching like over 70%, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like, look, he has, I think in the last three years with the Bills, he's had 1,100 yards, 1,500 yards, and 1,200 yards. He's had six, eight, six, eight, and 10 touchdowns, respectively. He's been on fire. It's like, what a surprise. He was right. Hey, Minnesota fan. Hey, Minnesota Vikings fans. Hey, Minnesota Vikings fans, watch it. Like, it's like, what a surprise. The guy that's had your, like your best play of the last like 20 to 30 years, you trade him, he goes off and he plays great. It's not a great idea to trade your number one wide receivers. It's a better idea to reinvest in them. It's a better idea. You know, it's funny, all these guys, they talk about how receivers are, you know, wide receivers are divas or whatever. Stephon Diggs kind of, he's just like, hey, you know, I want to play with Josh. I want to play with the Bills, and I want to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And he is. He is. Can't help you. 
Can't help you if you're a Vikings fan. That's on you. That's on everybody who was ready and waiting to run him out of town. Lo and behold, he's even better than he was with you guys. We got Justin Jefferson. How's your offense working out for you? Oh, wait, you don't know because Kevin Connell has not come in because what a, excuse me, he hasn't coached a single down for you guys yet because uh, what a surprise. What a surprise. Mike Zimmer and every single Vikings fans that that was like, we're a running team and we can play defense. What a surprise. All of you were wrong. You can't play defense and you really want to get the ball to JJ, Justin Jefferson, because shocker for, what is it, the third time in a row, going all the way back to Randy Moss, a wide receiver is your best player on the football field. Shocker. What a surprise. So, look, um, Minnesota, you're a joke. You've always been a joke. You've always been an anemic football team. Now you're an even bigger joke. Now that Stephon Diggs has once again proven how big of a joke you guys are. And the Bills, they, I mean, look, they got their number one guy for the next X amount of years. What is it, 10 years? Something like that? I forgot. Let me take a swig of my water. Hold on. That brings me, obviously, back to the three teams that traded away their number one wide receivers. Uh, this offseason, the Green Bay Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys. I was thinking about this today. And I was looking at a lot of mock drafts. And let me tell you something. I'm really, really worried about the NFL. Okay? Because it's a gamble. It's a risk. But there's a lot of old, old GMs out there. A lot of bad ones. Okay? Let me show you something here. Let me show you something here. A lot of old guys that are taking players, that are picking players, and all that good stuff, right? So, I'm looking at, like, all these mock drafts, right? Especially on, like, CBS. CBS has, like, a shit ton of mock drafts on it. Different permutations. I don't really do a whole lot of mock drafts. I'm just like, I don't really need. Like, look, there's there's hundreds of mock drafts out there. I don't need to do a mock draft myself. I know what everybody's thinking because everybody just shares it online. I know what you as fans are probably thinking because you share it online. I don't need to be the uh, another schmuck out there that's like this is what I well I, this is what I'll think what I think will happen in this scenario. Like we'll get into that later on this month. But I'm like, "Eh, I don't need to do it right now." And as I, you know, I'm just scrolling here on like four mock drafts and I'm like the majority of I mean, the majority of the people that are selecting are like Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Chris Olave are the guys. They're the guys that everybody keeps on talking to me about, right? And if we go all the way back to when I was talking about my wide receiver rankings a couple of weeks ago, I said, look, Chris Olave is my number one. Jamison Williams is my number two. Garrett Wilson is my number three. Alec Pierce is my number four. Traylon Burks is my number five. Christian Watson, number six, and my number seventh wide receiver, pretty much a guy that I would take probably at the end of the first round. Number seventh is Drake London. Drake London. And so you mean to tell me that my number one and number three receivers are gone within the next, on one one guy's draft, his name is Kyle Stackpole. He takes Garrett Wilson at eight. He takes Chris Olave at 10. He takes Drake London at 11. So that means my number one, my number three, and my number seventh receivers are off the board. Jamison, excuse me, 
Chris Olave and Jamison Williams swapped. Chris Olave is my number two guy now. Jamison Williams is now my number one. So my number one guy hasn't even been drafted yet, and this guy's mock draft. And um, he doesn't go until 18th overall. Traylon Burks goes at 19th on this guy's draft. At least he has some sense. And then they don't take Christian Watson or any of these other guys. Like, my point being, ladies and gentlemen, and I think I said this when I did my mock draft, there's going to be a run on wide receivers in the draft in a couple of weeks. There will be. There is. There is right now. There could potentially be. I mean, look, like, I don't like the Cowboys, the Chiefs, or the Packers trading away their number one wide receivers, respectively. At least Dallas has CeeDee Lamb. At least they have, like, an actual number one, and they signed Michael Gallup, so we'll kind of see what happens there. But they kind of have a backup plan. They probably also need another guy. But, like, Green Bay and the Chiefs, they don't have a number one wide receiver. But when I, you like, well, when I start to think of it, I'm like, look, people are already underestimating this wide receiving class. They already are to the point where, I mean, I saw for weeks on in guys like Traylon Burks go in the second round. And for some people's boards, he is a second round draft pick. And so for me, I'm like, look, those three teams, Cowboys, Chiefs, Packers. Yeah, they were. A bit ridiculous. I mean, hold on. What? Honestly. I mean, on, 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 honestly. What am I watching? Holy smokes. I'm like, I'm just scrolling. I'm scrolling through like one guy's mock draft. One guy just has Garrett Wilson in the eighth overall. And then Drake London, 13th overall. Snooze Fest, Jameson Williams 16th, and then I think that's it. Oh, yeah, Traylon Burks at 22, so that's four out of seven, and then that's it. Where's Drake London? He has Drake London summer, but it's just like Chris Olave goes 28th overall to the Packers. I'm like, what? What? Absol like, some of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my entire life are just happening right in front of me. And it's like, look, these are the guys that are apparently tuned into what the, what the league does. And again, you're always going to have like a couple of picks where you're like, wow, I can't believe this happened or that happened. Like Trey Lance going to the, uh, the Niners last year when I was just like, I was sure that he was going to be a, um, a, like I, I was sure that it was going to be Mac Jones going third overall CD lamb get going to the Dallas Cowboys a couple of years ago. And Henry Ruggs going to the Raiders when I was like, like, there's just no way that the Raiders don't pick up CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> you know? Just like, okay, that was obviously wrong. But, like, things change. Things happen. And this has been easily one of the weirdest drafts, draft cycles in the last couple of years because, I mean, just people are not getting things correct that they should be getting correct. Like, people can't decide, like, who's the best offensive tackle. Everybody thinks, oh, it's Akeem Aquanu. Akeem Aquanu has already said and come out that he's not playing tackle. He's a guard in the NFL. He said that. He said that. I don't know why people are like, he's the best tackle in the in the draft. I'm like, no, he's not. He's the best guard in the in the draft. People are like, he's going to play tackle. He's going to be awesome. I'm like, no, he's not. He's going to play, play guard. He's going to be awesome at that. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I really am shocked. But yes, um, when we get to 
the draft on, I think, April 28th. I think that's when it is. April 28th is when the draft is, I think. You will be very, very shocked, as why, when, maybe not as why, because I don't think I'll be shocked, but there's going to be players that are going to be taken at spots, specifically at wide receiver. Um, there's going to be players, there's going to be wide receivers that are going to actually go to good football teams, and you're going to be like, why did the Chiefs get Christian Watson or Traylon Burks? Or why did the Packers get Christian Watson or Traylon Burks? Or why did the Cowboys or whomever? I don't know. I just, I just, like, the, the further I get away from some of those trades, the more I'm like, okay, Chiefs and the Packers both have two first-round draft picks, and the Cowboys, they have a really, really awesome pick where they can go out and they can get a wide receiver. Realistically, they're probably going to get an offensive lineman, but and that's okay, and that's fine. But, I mean, look, man, depending on what happens with Jamison Williams, if Jamison Williams falls to, like, 24th, do not be surprised if the Cowboys take him. I am just saying. Just saying. Just saying. <clears throat> Anyways. Again, I don't ha I don't really have a lot for you today. It's just I don't know. Something I wanted to think about. Let's talk about the Lakers for a couple of minutes here because everybody and I haven't talked about basketball that much because I'm I love football so much. But um, is anyone surprised that the Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs? I mean, the Lakers have been playing terrible defense all year long. They've been choking every single game and in a game where. If they lose, they're eliminated from the play-in tournament, which essentially means that they're eliminated from the playoffs. LeBron James doesn't play, and Anthony Davis plays after playing not playing for borderline two months, and people are surprised that they lose. And then I saw Stephen A. Smith was, like, trending on Twitter today, and I was like, and, and it was because, uh, like, everybody was like, yeah, Stephen A. Smith is going in on the Lakers. And he's going after Jeannie Buss. He's so, he's going after LeBron. And I'm like, the Lakers have been playing bad all season. I'm, I'm not a fan of the Lakers, but even I was hoping that the Lakers would turn it around. But I'm also smart, and I can, like, put two and two together and be like, oh, yeah, they're not going to go to the playoffs this year. Or excuse me, they're not going to win a championship this year. And I thought they were going to make it to the playoffs, but I'm not surprised that they didn't. Especially again, like they've had like a couple of games. What were their games again? There's like a there was like two or three games against the Pelicans where they had like a gigantic lead against them, and then they just like they absolutely botched it. <clears throat> they botched the um oh I mean let me look at their games. Um, do they have a lead against the Nuggets? I mean, the game against the Nuggets a couple of nights ago was close. I think they were only down by, like, what? I mean, they were up. Oh, no, were they up? No, they weren't. They were, like, maybe down by, like, one point going into the fourth quarter, right? I think so. And then they got outscored 34-24 to in the fourth quarter, right? And then against the Pelicans on April 1st, 
It's like 114, 111. They had the lead. They should have ran away with the game. game, game. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, my microphone cut out. I don't know why. Like my USB hub where my mouse, my microphone is plugged into, it just literally unplugged. And I I don't know what happened. I apologize for that. But I was, excuse me, I was talking about the Lakers and um, how many games they've lost. They've lost how many games straight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games, going all the way back to March 21st, where they beat the Cavs 131 to 120. I mean, they lost against the Wizards. Who's on the Wizards right now? Like, Kristaps Porzingis? Like, come on, guys. And then, how many games? I mean, like, look, man. They lost to the to the Cavs. And then, how many games did they lose? One, two, three. Wait, hold on. No, they won against the Raptors, excuse me. In overtime, 128 to 123. But um, beyond that, so they lost, I think, how many games again in the last 10, 20 days almost? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six games out of seven. And then how many games did they lose? Kind of going back to that. One, two, three, four, five. No, one, two, three, four out of six. Going back to the Wizards game on March 11th. And on, and I mean, they lost to the Rockets on March 9th, 130-139. Like, come on. They lost to my Spurs, which the Spurs are a terrible basketball team right now. Terrible. I'm just like, I'm shocked at how shocked people are. I'm like, like, we, we, like, like, it's like, um, being amazed at a child, at, at like, not a child, but like at a teenager that's doing two plus two equals four. I'm like, he's 15 years old. He should be able to do 2 plus 2 equals 4. Are you kidding me? You're impressed because he can do 2 plus 2? Okay. Okay. Like, way to lower your expectations, you know, on a guy. I, I, I'm just, I'm shocked that everybody else is shocked. I, I, I don't understand it myself. The final thing that I want to talk about here today, and I know this is a short podcast, I... I thought I had more to talk about. I'm not going to lie to you, but I, at the exact same time, I'm like, I'm not going to artificially stretch this out to fit some arbitrary time goal. I'm just, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. But I want to talk about this concept of wide receivers versus offensive line and positional offensive line men, excuse me, and positional value. So, in the NFL, we always talk about positional value, right? We all, What does that mean? Well, it means how important your position is and how much value we're going to get from that position, right? Offensive line has always been seen as a position with a lot of value because it protects your quarterback. It helps, um, and it helps open holes for your running game. It helps both aspects of your offense, the passing game and the running game, right? But 
as we kind of saw with the Bengals this season, it didn't really matter. By the way, as I'm watching like a magician propose to a Chicago Bulls cheerleader. Who the hell was that? Who like, like it was this guy who came out of this box and this cheerleader was there and they were like, we're going to have this guy propose. I, I always feel so bad for the guys or maybe not for the guys so much, but for the girls, because they may have to shut this guy down in front of millions of people. Actually, I feel bad for both of them, but mostly for the guy. Hold on. Yeah, this girl, this Chicago Bulls dancer gets asked by her man if he can marry her. She's wearing heels, so she's a little bit taller than she than he is right now. I'm not going to lie. No, he's pretty tall. He's taller than her. She's wearing she's wearing like those boot heel things. He's he's he's, he's still taller than her. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, I just got really distracted. ESPN just put it up. I'm like ESPN's, I got a bitch about this for a couple of minutes. ESPN does not know what to do with any of their shows. They don't know, like, their basketball show is like a direct ripoff of Inside the NBA on TNT, except with none of the charisma, none of the fun, none of the entertainment, none of the high-level analysis. They have Stephen A. Smith just yelling and screaming all the time. And I'm just like, this is, like... Inside the NBA on TNT was like, it It took its lumps for like the last couple of years. Now it's back. Now I actually like the show back. Especially because I started to like really, really watch basketball. And I was just like, yeah, I, I like ESPN dumpster, dumpster, dumpster fire of like a show. Not of a show, but like of a sports network. I cannot believe it's the worldwide leader of sports when like all of their shows suck. I, I, I don't know how it, like, honestly, bro, I, I'm shocked at how bad some of their shows are. Like, I saw that, like, um, the sports Emmys came out, and I was like, Sports Center got nominated, and I was like, how? Like, Sports Center looks bad. Like, I watch Sports Center, I'm like, look, I don't want to watch the news, right? Like, I, I may tune into, like, the late night news or whatever, but I'm not going to watch the news, like, during the day. I'm going to get my quick hit. Boom, bam, from Philip DeFranco, in and out. 10, 20 minutes. Give me the news of the day. That's all I need to know. Bada bing, bada boom, okay? Um, I don't want to watch the news all day. So why on God's green earth do you think that I would want to watch 24 hours of sports news? I'm a sports fan. I don't, I don't want to watch 24 hours of sports. It's boring. You're saying the exact same thing over and over and over again. I, I never like rush home and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to see what's on Sports Center today. I'll just go on Twitter for that and see what's trending. Any and all sports news I can find on Ian Rappaport's timeline or on the trending tab of Twitter. It's like, like this is not very hard. ESPN, like, make some dope shit. Damn. It fucking sucks to watch ESPN. I'm watching basketball right now. I'm watching their halftime show. Their halftime show sucks. People can't even be bothered to be in studio for the halftime show. I'm like, could you imagine freaking, you know, Shaquille O'Neal or Charles Barkley not being in studio for your halftime show? They're like one of the, they're backed by Disney. How are you guys, how do you suck 
You have like 12 ESPNs. How do you suck this badly? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they suck this badly. Like, I mean, goodness gracious. How many sports centers do you need? And then they have the uh, the show with the bald guy. I forgot what his name is. But I'm like, look, man, this isn't the 1980s. Like, why are we still having Sports Center? God, like it, it's just like, give me something interesting. They have sports, they have more Sports Centers. I like if I am forced to watch Sports Center all day. I swear to God, man, I will literally kill myself if I am forced to watch Sports Center all day. It is so fucking terrible. And some people will say to me, well, why don't I watch sport? Well, why, why don't, why are you watching sports center? Here's the thing. I don't, I don't watch sports center, but I saw like, I, I, I had my TV on and I was just like, and I was doing some work and I like actually was like sports center came on and I just turned on my TV. I was like, there's, there's nothing. Sports television is the worst television ever. I was like, let me just put on something more appetizing like Cartoon Network. Because holy shit, at least I'll be visually stimulated and entertained. Oh my god. Does anyone watch Sports Center? Honestly. Honestly. I, I, I don't understand it. I've had the unfortunate, like, and, and the worst thing is. The NFL network is like the exact same thing as ESPN. They're like, well, we got it. We got to have our sports center and their sports center is NFL now. And I'm like, look, I don't freaking want to watch the news. I don't want to watch sports news. And I certainly don't want to watch freaking NFL now all freaking day long. And it's just like, guys, what, like, why are you copying like television, like traditional television? You guys can do whatever you want. And your like your response is let's copy what everybody does, and then you're like, well, let's appeal to like every the lowest common denominator of fans. I'm like, what? It's insanity to me. It it really is. I'm like, okay. They're like, we'll have Sports Center at the Masters. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, now you're gonna have like one of the most boring sports on the planet. And I love golf, but it is very very boring. I'm like, you're going to have one of the most boring sports on the planet mixed in with, like, one of the worst freaking TV shows on television. I'm like, oh, my God. Just, like, an absolute disaster of, like, epic proportions. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> Watching Sports Center makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> uh, I kid, I kid. Not really. <laughs> like, not really. It, hey, give me a loaded gun. Put on Sports Center. See what I can. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Jesus Christ. Um. Back, back to football. God, man. Any, it, I like. It's not like I, I can talk about Sports Center. I can like. I'm watching the halftime show of ESP. Look, look, man. I get it. ESPN has to have, like, they need a dedicated basketball group of people that actually wants to be in studio for these fucking basketball games, right? They have to, I'm watching freaking Jalen Rose, who is like wet paper. He's the worst analyst on, like, they, they put on 
the worst fucking analysts for their fucking most important shows. They put on Jalen Rose. They put on freaking like like who else do they put on uh for like halftime shows or whatever? I don't know. Like oh my god, McFarland, Booger McFarland. Oh my god. For Monday Night Football. Their fucking broadcasts are so bad. They're like, we'll have to pay Troy Aikman and, and Joe Buck like tens of millions of dollars. First, we're going to have to buy out their contracts because our Monday night booth sucks so much that people are willing to watch Peyton Manning and freaking Eli just, I, I mean, just talk about football in this very dejected way. And nobody loves Monday night football. Nobody wants to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Oh my god, dude. It's disgusting how bad ESPN is. It's like you guys are supposed to be the worldwide leader of sports. You have a lot of brass in your pocket. And none. None of your freaking, you know, like, like none of your freaking, I like, come on. None of your freaking, uh, 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 freaking TV shows are, fr like, first take after Stephen A. Smith got Max Kellerman off. It's taken an absolute nosedive in ratings. Because freaking Stephen A. Smith has nobody to yell at. I saw that he had Mad Dog, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know what the fuck his name is. On. And it's just like, it's like he's like another off-brand of like Skip Bayless. Where it's just like, they get to yell at each other. And I'm like, oh my god. Can we like, can we actually have interesting stuff on? Like, oh my gosh. I, I just, I don't understand it. Oh, god. Jesus Christ. It's like one of the most ridiculous things I've ever had to experience in my entire life. Just, I mean, yeah, like, off. <laughs> it goes off. The TV goes fucking off when I see that shit. Oh, my God. I'm like, I, I cannot stand this. Oh, God. Anyways, um, I'm done with whatever that was. <laughs> That's a rant. <clears throat> I want to talk about now the relationship between offensive, sorry about that, offensive line, wide receiver, right? We saw the Bengals, saw the Bengals pop off this year. We saw them absolutely just destroy the NFL, come into the NFL, and just take over, take over the NFL. You know, went 10-7, and seven, dominated the playoffs for the most part. And look, they, they did what they had to do. They had good coverage on the back end defensively. They had Trey Hendrickson. They had an awesome wide receiving core. They didn't need an offensive line. And guess what? They had, they had a good enough offensive line, specifically when it came to run, uh, to, run per, uh, to run blocking, excuse me. They had a good enough offensive line where you're like, okay, they can, they can block for Joe Mixon good enough where he can like and he's a great running back and he can kind of create his own holes and his own creases uh grievances it's byob be your own blocker not bring your own beer by the way for anybody thinking that way and he was his own blocker i'm not saying that it's ideal i'm not saying that you do it all the time i'm not saying that the goal is to hey not have an offensive line but I think it's an interesting, like, prospect to look at. It's like, honestly, like, 
How important is it? A lot of passes are short passes nowadays. A lot of them are quick. Like I always talk about, you know, quick gaming, screens, you know, slants, you know, the, the you know, some of those like um, in motion passes where we send the receiver in motion and he gets flanked out and he runs behind the quarterback and the running back and the quarterback does play action and then he throws it to the wide receiver who's in motion. Like there's so many ways to get the ball in and out. Like the average snap to pass is two and a half seconds. Most pass rushers aren't getting there in two and a half seconds. Like, and your offensive line with a tight end and with running with a running back, they can max protect. They can. It's like the only problem is, do your guards suck? Does your guards suck? Like Connor Williams and Tyler Biotis. I know Tyler Biotis, the center for the Cowboys. Connor Williams, the guard for the Cowboys. I know Tyler isn't a center, but he's an interior offensive lineman. I guess I should have said, does your interior offensive line suck? Because if they suck, then, I mean, forget about anything that I just said. But if they can hold up and pass protection fairly well, and if you have good wide receivers, like, it's one of those things that I look at and I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not go after wide receivers instead of offensive linemen? And really, it's like a specific, I mean, I should really preface this in saying uh, that it's like super specific because Joe's, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think this works, for example, if you have, like, a Carson Wentz. But, like, for example, if you have a Josh Allen and you're like, look, we're going to go and we're, like, we're going to pay Stephon Diggs. And we're going to get, for example, a nice running back like Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. And we're just going to roll with our guys. We're going to roll with Vaughn and Gregory Rousseau. We're going to roll with those guys. And we're also going to roll with, um, who else? Tredavious White. Like, I'm fine. Micah Hyde. Jordan Poyer. I'm like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And that's kind of what they've been rolling with. Like, the Bills offensive line is not very good, like, in pass protection. And it's, like, it's not very good in run blocking. They don't have a great, they, they don't have a good running game at all. They're like, they figure it out. I mean, really, Josh Allen gets like nine carries a game because they're running, the running game is just so terrible. They're like, Josh, start running around. Start <laughs> start doing stuff. Uh, our run game sucks. Please help. But the Bills do it. The Chiefs' offensive line pass protects well enough. But, I mean, we kind of saw – what happened in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, right? Their offensive line was terrible and they couldn't pass protect and they ran into the meat grinder that is Shaquille Barrett and also JPP that were playing in like tip-top form. But before that, like the Bills struggled with them. Like every team struggled with the Chiefs. It's like an interesting concept for me at least. It's like how much can you get away with? Like obviously your offensive line can't be completely dysfunctional, but it can be semi-dysfunctional. And again, as long as you have wide receivers. Again, I, I just think that it's a really, really, like, interesting premise. The notion that we can have all these, like, that the quarterback may or may not necessarily need, like, a great offensive line to play well. And I should also preface this by saying that I'm not necessarily for, like, actively not having, you know, offensive line, an offensive line. I should also mention that. But I'm like, 
It's an interesting premise to explore. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, um, I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I feel like some of the podcasts are like super dejected and I'm like, I'm like, should I take a day off? So that way more news can happen in the news cycle. No, I'll take a break on Sunday. I want to have one more podcast on Saturday or something like that. Or we can have the music podcast tomorrow where we talk about music or Friday. Let's have the music podcast on Friday. Tomorrow will be the final sports podcast. And then we'll like let everything happen throughout the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, why save it until Saturday? Why am I pretending like I'm going to have stuff till Saturday? We'll talk about music on Friday and then we will, um, and then we'll peace out for the weekend. But tomorrow will be the final sports podcast, the sports episode of the week. Um, I want to talk about music because I love music and I always seem to talk about music. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And I need to like, I need to stretch my brain. I freaking talk about football every single day. And I feel like my brain is like, I mean, I've been talking about football every single day, almost for like the last eight to, I mean, I've been talking about football almost every single day for like the last three years. I'm not going to lie to you. I need like something needs to come into my mind and like stifle it a little bit. And I need to be able to be expressive about something else. It's a mind exercise. Hopefully you tune in. Hopefully, hopefully you listen to it. If you don't, I understand. If you don't, if you do, thank you. Music podcast coming out on Friday. I just came up with it this today. Um, we'll be listening to some music as well. I don't know. I mean, like, like, obviously it's a music podcast, so we're going to be listening to music, but like, actually, I don't know. Like I got like some of my episodes actually copyright striked and I was like speaking to people on like Spotify. Cause I like distribute my podcast literally everywhere. I was like speaking to people on Spotify. They were so unhelpful. Like I was like, "Hey, um my episode is get like one Hold on, let me play you something. Uh, the podcast is over with, but this is like I could actually get fucked by doing this." No, I no I don't, but hold on. Let me let me play it via my phone and maybe it won't get picked up. Maybe it won't. But it was like literally my one of my like a couple of my episodes got copyrighted and I like literally was like, I told the people on Spotify, I was like, Hey, this episode on this date got copyrighted, um, by like Drake. Like it just said, Oh yeah. Drake <laughs> as if Drake listens to my podcast. They're like, yeah, Drake, Drake came in. I, I get that. It's an algorithm that was like listening to my music, but like, yeah, Drake is copywriting, copyright striking your, uh, your podcast, bro. And I was like, this isn't Drake. This is big, big crits energy. And because it sounds like Drake, they're just like, and, and the, like Drake has never had a song like this, but because it, his voice sounds like Drake, they're just like, yeah, um, you know what, buddy? Uh, we're going to freaking copyright strike you or not copyright strike you. We're just going to take down one of the episodes. And I was just like, well, I mean, I like, I in like a bunch of the weird thing is a bunch of episodes use use the song energy by big crit he's a rapper not big crip as in like a crip as in sea walking uh big crit as in critical energy as in like critical but it's spelled k-r-i-t and i was like i was listening to this song and i was just like it sounds like drake here it is here it is
right like it semi sounds like drake but it at the exact same time it's like it's like it doesn't like it's not drake it sounds like drake in some instances but it did it got claimed by drake's people or his or his uh i, I don't know like copyright around music is such a pain in the ass and like everybody like every like freaking it, it comes out anyway like if podcasts ever become too big like which i mean technically podcasts are big because everybody now has a podcast now but I'll, i'm like like twitch has like huge 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 twitch is a live streaming service like twitch they they take dmcas like really really seriously like youtube does as well like if podcasts ever become like that then there's like no fucking way in hell that i'll ever be able to play music consistently but yeah i'll be like i mean i have non like i have music that i know for a fact on my computer will not be like striked or whatever like i know for a fact that it won't be so we can listen to stuff like that like i mean we can listen to cleo soul why not i don't know i don't know we'll see anyways um yeah uh, th that's coming friday We'll see how – we'll see. Like, I'll probably talk about hip-hop and rock and roll because those are my favorite two genres of music ever. And also pop as well. And also, like, the hypocrisies of, like, pop and, like, rock and roll and stuff like that. I don't know. Where it's just, like, rock and roll fans are like, I hate pop. I hate it. And then they're like, well, why is my music genre not as popular as pop? You know? It's just like, okay. Uh, like, like, let's just – not be ridiculous here anyways also albums that i'm looking forward to as well there's like so much stuff that i want to get off my chest but i can't because um i don't know <laughs> i'm like i don't know i guess i don't anyways i'll see you um tomorrow not for the music podcast but for what are we gonna be doing tomorrow oh yeah more sports and then friday is the music podcast anyways i'm peacing out see you tomorrow 24th podcast